think I was real this stuff, man. How are you so calm? Long story. Yeah, ex-military? Yeah. Kind of a short story, I guess. All right, everybody, welcome in. It's been a while, but we're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod. You're, of course, listening to the Analysis Conversation Show about the number one streaming movie in the world, 2.4 million viewers in its opening 48 hours. Tomorrow War, Bob, what do you think of this movie? Yeah, a lot of people watched it. There's no way it's a giant waste of time. Right? No, of course not. No, yeah. Uh, just, just eyeballs... <laughs> Eyeballs uh, means good, right? Yeah. Oh. This, uh, this movie sucks. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, a lot of star power. A lot of want to. A lot of trash, in my personal opinion. Are we? Are, are we just? Let's let's get into it here because we're talking about tomorrow war. Is there anything left for me and you, Hayes, or is this just going to be our life moving forward? Just a ton of movies like this. Yeah, well, I just listened to a podcast with uh, Quentin Tarantino, and the, he, you know, he just bought the the Vista Theater, uh, which is an old classic single screen theater in uh, Silver Lake area, uh, East LA. Um, and he was saying that, like, you know what? I think the the movie viewing experience in these theaters is getting like progressively worse. Like they had this coming, you know, Alamo Drafthouse aside, but you know, I I, I have food and drink and and a, and a lazy boy at my home. I don't. I'm here to to go to the theater. And so like, well, why did you buy this this theater? You know, sounds like kind of a bad business move. He's like, I think the theater will now be kind of like a home for like, well, well, film nerds, but also, you know, they'll the big blockbuster thing, they're just going straight into people's homes because that's people don't really care to come out to the theater, I guess, anymore, but I I think we'll we'll start to see like really good stuff being back in 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 the you know the showcased in theaters, so maybe the art house, the art house stuff will live on, and stuff like this will just go straight to streaming. That's interesting because you had originally figured that, especially when we talked to Ben Fritz and and things that it was pretty much the theater experience was going to be tailored to those big branded franchises and movies like the Avengers series or Marvel or movies like this that are obviously meant for a very large scale and that the art house stuff was going to kind of funnel to the home but i kind of agree with you that it it, was that the joe rogan podcast that tarantino was on because i know he's been doing he's been promoting his novel the once upon a time in hollywood novel that you're currently in right now you're reading it right yeah, I just just picked it up. It's a nice little fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, it's kind of one of those cool pop uh, pop art uh, novels there. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, was um, that Joe Rogan or was that a different podcast? That it was on? called The Watch, which uh, okay. you may have yeah, that's, at some point. Okay, but uh, yeah, so but it, but I I've been saying for a while that I thought the movie theaters would and the movie theater experience would become niche like the actual live theater became for people, where it just kind of became as movie theaters started to become popular in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s, obviously the foot traffic for live theater went down and it kind of just became for theater nerds and theater patrons. And I think for movie nerds, you know, maybe that, that art house experience that Tarantino's talking about, it might be the future. And, and I, I just, it's, 
I guess my first question when I was watching this was, before we give analysis just on the movie in general and what worked and what didn't for us, my first thought was, what's the best straight-to-stream movie that I've seen since this has become popular? So it's kind of become popular for the the, the straight-to-stream or Netflix or Amazons or Hulu's creating their own content when it came to movies and features. What's the best one? And I think we've seen, I guess, when you're looking at you're looking at maybe Roma or you're looking at some of the Oscar plays, but I, I think Trial of a Chicago 7. I think those, the, the Oscar plays have been the best ones for me, but I can't really think of a straight-to-stream action movie or a suspense movie that's worked for me since this has become popular. And this is another well, example <clears throat> of ones that don't. Well, like Chicago 7, I mean, that was meant to, for theaters and then got bought by Netflix just because the people were like, fuck it, let's cut our losses. I mean, I don't really count those. Um, our, our friends, same thing. Uh, kind of like kind of the pandemic straight to streams, I kind of put aside. As yeah, they're like in a one-off. different category. Um, yeah, sure. Roma, Marriage Story, um, Irishman, the Netflix plays. Those also went to theater. This is different. This is like de- produced, developed, and meant to be streamed. And, and yeah, like a bird box and like uh, the the thing with um, uh, oh my god, the guy that plays Thor, Jesus. Um, he he had a pretty cool action movie, but um, but yeah, they're not very good. I mean, yeah, a lot of people watch them; they break records, but they're like they're. I mean, maybe they're not really supposed to be. I was like, but why was why was this made? It was like yeah, it was like Terminator meets Starship Troopers, but but dumber? Meets Edge of Tomorrow. It, it it's this mashup of a lot of different genre and yeah it seems that certain times the cgi is really strong especially when it comes to the monster creation but then other yeah. times it looks really cheesy like when he, when the, the first cut of chris pratt and he's in this purple haze of uh time travel and then he he crashes into the pool i was like this kind of looks like shit <laughs> i was like oh this might be a long ride of of trash just based on that first image for me or when the future soldiers came through during the brazil soccer game and i'm like this doesn't look good to me i think it picks up you could tell they spent a lot of that cgi budget on the monsters and i thought yeah. they looked pretty good but I, in general, and, and they did that typical thing with a monster movie where they build up the suspense of what it looks like. It's like, we can't show you what it looks like because otherwise no one would be recruited or no one would enlist. And we can't yeah. show you because it's so scary. And you're like, okay, how fucking scary is this? I thought those were kind of scary. I thought they were pretty decent monsters. No, they, they, they look good. Because, uh, like, yeah, the first half hour, like, man, the whole budget for this film is Chris Pratt's salary. Like, what else... What, what, they have no money left over. It just looks like green screen. Just let's get this out there. Let's not spend a lot of time on it. Um, but but then once you kind of get into it, I, I thought the, like the back half was was decent. And when when they're, when they're just like shooting the aliens and shit's blowing up and you know it, it, the 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 drone cop you know are, are circling the the big set pieces and there's all these stunts and all this. Yeah, that but fine. But then when you slow it down, you have this heart to heart moment with the daughter. And she's, oh, those were she's awful. Getting really teared up, and, and then you got J.K. Simmons who's like, uh, "Give me a second chance," and uh, I, 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 I got I got really ripped for this movie. <laughs> uh, 
I was like, this is terrible. This is terrible. It was a total example of, and, and Plato was probably spinning in his grave because it was total spectacle over plot and character. Like it was the, the, the action set pieces and the mission to different mission just to set up scenarios where people could be in peril were were totally prioritized over any sort of character development. And I think that was my big plot problem with the movie as well is you meet J.K. Simmons and there's this really forced and quite honestly like South Park level cheesiness of him versus his dad. And, you know, it's like, oh, you think I'm wearing a wire, Dad? You're, you abandoned me as a son. And it's just this really, really lazy uh, foundation for that character. And then he's gone until the, the back third of the movie, till the final act. And then you also get this really shoehorned daughter, almost if you're thinking of like an interstellar daughter character relationship where he meets his daughter in you know she's an adult woman now and and he finds out that he's made a lot of the same mistakes that his dad's made uh but only in the future and uh, but then you get characters like the yin and the yang of sam richardson who's one of our boys from the second city from detroit Uh, and he's kind of this fun plucky positive character and then he's matched with uh the the guy dying of cancer and they're kind of like the the optimist and the pessimist but they come and they go away for what seems to be the length of the bible right and it's just like there's no there's you you want to spend a little more time with these characters and you get a lot of prat but not of anything else and it's like all these people could get on a bus and die in the next 10 minutes and i wouldn't care Oh yeah, <laughs> wait. Which is the whole basis for the 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 movie? All right, everybody in this uh, this jump. Let's go. Should we be have training? No, there's no time. You gotta fight these aliens. <laughs> but I don't know how. It's ridiculous. Like just just throwing bodies and numbers, and then all they had to do was just like talk to this kid about this volcano ash. And be like, hey, uh, instead of a you know. De- de- desecrating our human population. Let's maybe take a minute and think about this, and maybe we could have figured out that oh, actually they're buried over here. Uh, sorry, tomorrow people, but we'll, we'll figure it out from here. Yeah. But uh, just tossing bodies at it, uh, it, just complete untrained. Like like how how is how is that supposed to be successful? Yeah. Like, yeah oh, oh, this guy just happens to be uh, military. Okay, you're my leader. Uh. <laughs> and you got just like scientists and and just regular people that never fired a gun or barely ever re- worked out in their lives. Oh, dude. Um, but yeah, I I, I did think it kind of when it wasn't taking itself seriously, like you're my you're my dad. I I don't have a son. Like like who cares? But yeah. uh, when it was like kind of fun and you didn't really have to. It, it was they weren't really swinging for the fences emotionally <laughs> like like stick like this is not oscar bait people just like stay in your lane um yeah. i i thought it worked yeah the director definitely was trying to make something greater than what the sum total ended up being and really the the movie at the end of the day is a story about fathers and second chances and that just that's a theme that came up several times and that you can redeem yourself or make the right choices with with a second chance and 
whether it's Pratt dealing with his own daughter and, and being able to rewrite his engagement at, at the end of the movie with the family and making his promises, or whether it's letting his dad back into his life and letting his dad redeem himself and overcome that PTSD from Vietnam and stuff. It's like, it's definitely about daddy issues and that really misses like and and i think it's because of the lack of time because we're also trying to prioritize the spectacle and the monsters you just don't have enough time to do all of it and so i think i I think it fails almost in every way in that and if you don't care about the characters then the action set piece really doesn't matter too much and i also this might be me reading in because you know i'm always looking for the the meaning under the meaning I also thought about this as a little bit of a uh, climate change or global warming take as well in just oh, yeah, like, it's, it's like let's let's subtle. make decisions now or let's change our behaviors now for the betterment of our children 30 or 40 years from today. And, you know, would you would you sacrifice your pleasantries or your comfort today for the sake of our children tomorrow. And there's not a ton like directly related to climate change, but I do think no, 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 reflecting on is, that. Where it's like, well, when the when these ice caps melt, there's this like d- danger hiding in the ice, mm-hmm. which is so true. Like the, all this carbon that's that's sitting there. And then if those if these ice caps melt, the water levels rise and then everyone living on their beaches is going to be you know out of a home. And then we're going to go to war over uh, all this land mass that's shrinking as the population increases. And it's like that it, it, it's so obviously. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Just the idea of science. And he, yeah. he, like there's all this like, you know, science can change the world, kids. We need to start, you know, even though things are looking like doom in the future like we need to step up and and dig in right now and that lecture that he gives his students at the top of the movie is like okay i see where you're going with there chris pratt and team and then his daughter's engagement in science and just the idea that these scientists end up being the true heroes at the end of the day and it's it's like very much a wink wink nod nod to science is important let's listen to these scientists and change our behavior like that's I think, and I was, as I'm clocking this, I'm an asshole and I'm saying it out loud to my girlfriend and I'm saying, oh, this is, this has client climate change elements. And she's like, okay, I see that. And she's like, why can't they just make a movie directly about climate change and say, here's going to be the impact on your kids and have that create change. And I'm like, cause no one wants to watch that movie. Al Gore's tried to make that movie 40 times and no one mm-hmm. watches it, you know? So I was like, they got to mask it in this monster bullshit to to make any sort of difference yeah that's so it's so bizarre how that works like like the people that don't want to watch a documentary about climate change and just want to watch their monster movies are like but then they sneak them in because people making the movies care about it but then it's like does the message get through like is, is, is anyone some thinking guy... deeply about the themes yeah. of your movie some guy just gonna like uh with his make america great again hat just like having a blast watching a, this movie gonna suddenly sit bolt upright like i i gotta make some changes hey you know what <laughs> that that's a good point life. Uh, <laughs> everyone back in the pile <laughs> you know what i haven't thought about that but you're right you're right <laughs> i never thought about that before but you're right how how many how many movies and tv were they just pulling from i mean like you got starship troopers you got uh, um, uh terminator you got interstellar uh, a little bit of alien there I, I actually there's a line where chris pratt says i will be back <laughs> like <laughs> yeah 
he then, says at the then, top with the daughter when they're digging the, yeah. digging the ditch. Yeah, definitely alien when it came to like the mud, the the queen. The we queen, need to kill the queen the, or, the, in the sacks. Yeah, like why did they even go to the trouble of getting that serum when they could have just blown up the ship? Yes, because they're going they're going individually inserting the serum and okay it it, it dissolves the the queen. But they're in these sacks, completely helpless. If they just blown up the ship, that seems like it would have done the same thing. I don't. I don't. <laughs> why yeah. spend the whole movie going and saving his daughter and having this 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 uh, taster's choice moment in the future, just to yeah. develop this serum? I oh god, taster's choice moment for guys. Not not a very especially because the movie definitely is twenty or thirty minutes too long. They just did not have enough character to. You're just like, just kill them, aliens. Let's get this over with. And the the yeah. dragging of it was was really rough. And I wonder what people's general response will be. Like, obviously, a lot of people are going to it. It's got star power. It's got aliens, so people will sign up. I wonder how many people are watching it. And it's a low buy-in because it's free. It's right there with your service. So you're just a like, a lot of people okay. are buying it. And they like uh, it, what? right? They they enjoy it. Like, uh, it's fifty five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I guess you know, half and half. That seems fair. I think half people are like, ah, this is dog shit. I I was rolling my eyes so often, but at the same time, there were moments where it was kind of fun. You know, just sitting there. You know, it was like me and uh, my buddy Tim. He, he came in twenty minutes late. He's like, do you think I can pick it up from here? I'm like, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I yeah. think you'll be mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> Yep. Look, uh, uh, they're uh, they're going into the future. They're not trained whatsoever. It's a little ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. Buckle up. Here we go. So, I mean, I would have liked to spend more time with Sam Richardson. I thought he was going to be be a bigger piece in the movie. Yeah, I, he's like, okay, that was great. Uh, I, I uh, wait, wait, you're being redeployed. What? Yeah. Okay, bye. Well, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> So, but you, you'll get to spend more time with him when you're watching I Think You Should Leave Season 2, which I'm very excited for our next episode to be on that. But just started you'll get that a little more show. time with Sam Richardson in his, in his best element, not in shitty wannabe blockbuster action movies, but in absurd, bizarre sketch comedy <laughs> with his best friend. That's, that's where he needs to be. Uh, Chris Pratt, though, he's kind of made a career out of being this, like, this plucky not really an action star action star yeah they got a shirt off there a little bit little eye candy for the ladies um but i yeah i thought i thought uh, sam richardson did a decent job i mean obviously people will know him from veep more than anything um did a great job there became the president uh as the show ends but um i I thought he was he was he knew the movie that that he was making or that he was in and not everyone else. I think it was too precious to everyone else. Chris yeah. Pratt was executive producer as well. Uh, you got the, the, the girl from handmaiden's tale kind of doing some stunts. Uh, she was fine, but also it was like her scenes were the worst, too though. serious. Yeah. What, was which was worse for serious. you? The Chris Pratt and his daughter's relationship or Chris Pratt and his dad's relationship? Which one was least believable? Because they're neither is the answer, <laughs> neither, and I understand. Neither is the answer. Neither is the answer. The, there's just so forced. I didn't believe... Yeah, there was nothing there that was believable. You, I, you can stand in front of a sunset on a beach and cry all you want. It's... I'm not... I'm, it's not getting to me. So, yeah, I, I think that the... Uh, 
relationship with his daughter actually ended up being worse just because it was given more time and it was still yeah. unsuccessful. But yeah, both were, were pretty rough. I think in gen- and that's that's the star power, but I think it shows Chris Pratt's limitations. Oh, I think because yeah, he's working sure. really hard to make it work and it's not. And I think he is, I think that's, and I might be proven wrong, and I'll be happy to be proven wrong in the future if the Tomorrowland soldiers come in 30 years from now and show me that Chris Pratt's actually developed as an actor. But I think kind of that Jurassic Park, every man, sarcastic every now and again, like that's about all you're going to get. When you try to ratchet up the emotional demand of the character, he will fall short or it will end up being unbelievable. I just, right now, he wasn't able to elevate bad material like other actors, like maybe Matt Damon and and other people are able to do. I think he fell short and and fell to the level or even below the level of the writing. I mean, think about McConaughey uh, just sitting in front of a screen, single take. He's he's watching a video of Murph. Yeah. You know, it's... uh... Which is what Chris Pratt's trying to do here. (laughs) But just really just... Swing and a miss, man. I yeah. don't know. But hey, it's a huge success and uh, good for him. Yeah, uh, I guess that's what matters at the end of the day is uh, the, the numbers you can give back to the boardroom at Netflix. And so they'll, those they'll numbers, deem it though, a that's success. That's so bullshit. Like, like, like an eyeball that's watched it for five minutes, that, that counts as a view? Or, or, or is it 75% or whatever? How I, don't they know how they, I don't know the metrics, how like they do it. The, the bird box viewers, like, I don't care... I, how many people have watched part of it? That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. That means like, oh, this sucks. I'm turning this off. Yeah, yeah we got a view. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's another example. Did you see Woman in the Window? No, you told me it was absolute dog shit. And, and yeah, and this is a cast. It's got Amy Adams. It's got Gary Oldman. It's got Julianne Moore. It's it's written by tracy letts it's oh, like yeah you, you'd assume this is just i was like this is this has got to be good right there's no way that this group of people create and it's just an absolute nightmare it's it's <laughs> obviously it's a ripoff and they want to be hitchcock but it's 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 so unbelievably poor where i was just woman, watching woman and I in could, the window yeah woman in the, and i'm just like is this real? I, I kept thinking, I always think when I watch these bad movies, like, is this actually what they wanted to do? There's no way that this went through a screening process and that's the end product that they wanted to produce. I just, Hello, Netflix, you're greenlit. Yeah. Yeah, 25% Rotten Tomatoes for Women in the Window. So this yeah, one's actually doing a little bit better. And I will say that this movie is better than Woman in the Window. But still, just, I, I get these movies and they and they roll out and they've got a ton of star power and you're like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a sit. And then I'm just frequently disappointed so what's so what what so starship troopers not a great movie back in the day uh it was fun maybe, it was one of my first I'm... movies where i saw frontal nudity so that's, yeah that yeah. was why i enjoyed it's, it uh, a, a nice pair of tits and that that sexy <laughs> she's got like the the shirt up to her face yeah. what um so so but we're 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 remembering it fondly um and i it's i mean that that movie's cheesy that's it's ridiculous but why why is that better than than this? You think? Do you think just because they they knew what they were doing or knew what that one took itself significantly less serious? It yeah. didn't have climate change themes. It didn't have daddy issue themes. It was a fastball 
genre setting action movie about alien in invasions and it had crazy set pieces that were relatively original it had oh, it just did a really great job with world building i thought and yeah it was cheesy but it was playing the into world the cheesy. building was better for sure yeah, yeah. In the distant future, the Earth is at war with a race of giant alien insects. Little known about the bugs, except they are intent on the eradication of all human life. But there was a time before the war. A mobile infantry travels to distant alien planets to take the war to the bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie's fun. Yeah, the, I think I think you're right. The world building is better. This is just like, everyone just get in this fucking thing. We're going to the future. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. The number one streaming movie in the world. Uh, check it out if you haven't already, I guess. I would say, while you're on Netflix, just head over to I Think You Should Leave Season 2, or Season 1 if you haven't seen it yet, and that would be a better use of your next two hours. So we'll be yeah, we'll... back on the sticks later this week to talk about that gem. Yeah, I also watched Luca on uh, Disney Plus, which is uh, it's it's definitely bottom tier Pixar, which are still decent movies. Yeah, um, I would put this above Good Dinosaur and maybe the Cars. Okay, movie. so you got That's the you it. got it on the back the back quarter. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely they're the like back sea nine. monsters that can go on land or something. It's kind of an identity crisis type of a story yeah it may be like an lgbtq allegory as well like people fitting in to uh to a you know a, a standoffish um old school um uh, idealism uh yeah social structure okay um it's like this this little fishing town in a Italy, italy's riviera um, you know, they're running out of stuff to, to give feelings for yeah. us. Now the Italians get their shot at uh, having feelings. The, the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> the Italians, we have our feelings too, okay? It, it, it is, it's, they, they, there is a lot of that, though. It's like very um, uh, like low-hanging fruit with the, with the Italian stuff. Um, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, not kind of kind of a simple movie for Pixar, but uh, it, you know, it still got me. Uh, still got me there in a mo- in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like Little Mermaid, honestly. This these people come out of the water. They they, they learn how to walk and up where they walk, up where they run. Um, it's it's a, it's a nice it's a nice movie, but it's yeah. Would you call it a fish out of water experience? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what they're going for. <laughs> Quite literal. So, um, all right, cool. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's wrap that up, and then uh, we'll go. Oh, I need to go finish. Um, I think you should leave. Show. I think you should leave. Great. I think you should leave. Bob. I think I should leave. I think you should leave. I think everyone else for staying should like and subscribe if they haven't already, and they shouldn't forget to wash their hands, stay safe, and we will see them down the road. Down the road. Thanks, guys. Here we go.